used to call me my love call me on my cell phone they not who used to call me on my cell phone they night when you need my love call me on my cell phone they night when you need my love i know when that hotline bling that can only mean one thing all right hello and welcome to the show we are live oh my god it's exciting we're live everybody our first show it's yes. lit it's lit it's lit it's lit it's lit that's ah. fun okay all right um i'm quadri i'm quinn and i'm alex and this is grown folks business welcome to the show this is been this has been a lot of fucking work (laughs) (laughs) but it's all gonna be worth it but it is all gonna be very worth it because this show is going to be um an absolute mess and it is going to be a place where we can really this is my this was my thought process about doing this show like we sit on Twitter whenever there's an award show or like whenever you know Kylie Jenner does something to her face or right whenever you know scroll through her pictures now you know Tiger lie about whatever he want to lie about for the week no my god why (laughs) (laughs) so my thought process was why don't we just get on here and say what normally say in our own voices and you know long form and we can do whatever the fuck we want and say whatever the fuck we want and and nobody can do anything the fuck about it exactly cry baby cry yeah cry baby cry all right so let me just get a few things out of the way i'm so unprepared so forgive me because i was like trying to do eight things um all right, so you can follow us, obviously, here on Mixler, where you're listening. Um, on Bandcamp, where the show will be uploaded later. On iTunes, you can subscribe. I'll have to figure out all that technical shit with the RSS feeds, which is boring and tedious. Um, on Twitter, at Grown Folks Show. On Tumblr, grownfolkspodcast.tumblr.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash grown folks podcast and um the website will be up soon that is also very boring and tedious so i'm taking my time with that as well we out here hey yeah we're professional as fuck okay like let's take that one <laughs> Harry. i mean i try because this shit is hard as <laughs> fuck a bitch is on Google day and night trying to figure out RSS feeds and band website bandwidth and embedding. It's hard. Thank you for taking care of that because a bitch <laughs> be hungry. Yeah, because I um, definitely would be behind my screen looking like a blonde person like, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now that I've gotten that out of the way, it's time to get into um, some of these horrible ass topics. So, the MTV Video Music Awards took place this past Sunday, unfortunately, and um, they were 
there were some, you know, um, some silver linings, and mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to be nice. The shit was hard. There was some highlights. There was some highlights in some parts that you would just be like, okay, let's skip the fuck out of this. There were some okay. highlights, and then there were some like, uh, like Aaliyah's plane moments, like low. Oh god. Oh. Like. <laughs> wow. There were some, like, some. See, this is the bad thing about the show too, because like on Twitter you have drafts, so that would have been that would have been like a draft. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Delete this and start all the way over because what? Um. But yes. So, all right. I think we should just because I think the the theme for today's show is positivity and negativity. It's sort of like a balance. So I think we should start with some of the things we liked. Um, the red carpet. Nikki looked fantastic. So we don't even have to like. I mean, right. that's given. Like she came up in us uh, serving you. Bitch, who is you? Like, <laughs> when she walked in, they was like, okay, everybody pack up, go home. You know, Nikki is here now. Like, like I was expecting a sleigh from her, but that was out of this world. Like, she never ceases to amaze me. It was really like everybody else who arrived before was like the opening act to the red carpet. It, that's really exactly what it was. And that's then when what she was. stepped out of the limo, it was like, okay, well, everyone give it up for Nicki Minaj. Um, right. The queen is literally here to shut down the red carpet. Like, it's really over for you, so you can just go inside the venue and wait until the show starts. Um, I thought Sierra looked good. I, uh, did y'all see what she had on? Yes. Didn't she have, she had on, like, a black... Yeah. Dress. What's crazy is she looked good, but until they had like put like a picture up of her, I didn't know she was there. <laughs> I didn't know she was there after. I didn't know she was there after the VMAs. When they put, they was like, so the oh, Nikki. Was they was like, then you found out she was there. Yeah, they was like, oh, Nikki and Sierra got best dressed for me, and I was like, oh, she was there. <laughs> um. Yeah, she was real. Her presence was real quiet this year because. Why wouldn't half a, half a fucking Drake fans is in the audience? That's why. The thing, she just loved. Sierra's presence has been real quiet everywhere all year, except for the blogs and except for talking about her her child's father. Like the the sales on that album were were ice cold. I, Ooh. I mean, <laughs> the only time she got a little more shine um, was the Janet tribute at the BET Awards. Where everybody was like, okay, yeah, we forgot Sierra can dance and like put on a show. And see, I've been saying that Sierra should just become a professional dancer. <laughs> like, I mean, the thing is, like, her music's a little too good for her to just be a dancer. But like, she doesn't have to sing alive ever. Yeah, she really don't. Because remember when she did the um, early this year, it was during the summer, when she did the national anthem at the. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. It was like, oh my god, when she did that little double, when she did that double Dutch, um, that little double Dutch choreography, I was like, oh my god, she got a son. What she need to do is she need to go ahead and go over to Disney and like go ahead and sign up for Jump In too or something like that, you know? She could be, she could be Kiki's mom and Jump yeah. In too. 
Right. Or sister. You know, I'm not going to give birth. She's not that old. She could be her sister. You know. It could work. Yeah, she could be her sister because Sierra really isn't that old. She's right. what? Um, She's not yet, is she? I don't think so. Uh, speaking of people who aren't that old but look at sometimes, I thought Britney looked good. Um, Britney Spears? <laughs> yes. Oh, she looks about I'm forty. <laughs> she. Looked, I think when they gave her like worse dress, and I was like, wow. I actually like kind of liked her look. She looked real basic. She came up in there giving you like, you know, a middle schooler who just got through like, you know. She doing she, something that she didn't have no business doing. <laughs> she was just all smiles and like, hey, you guys, you know. You know not to fuck with me, though. So, but hey, you guys. (laughs) I think she's been through a lot, and now it's starting to take a toll on her appearance. She really does look like a PTA mom now. (laughs) I I can see her doing that, too. The dress gave me very much. It was like, you know... They had some leftover fabric from Dickie's dress, and they were just like, you know, what can we do with this? And Brittany called them and was like, you know, I decided to come to the VMAs. They asked me to present. Can you make me something real fast? Like, I know you're short notice, but can you just put together something? They were like, okay, we got it. And so, I mean, it looked cute. She looked like she was stuffed in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But it wasn't like, it was the best I've seen her look at an award show in a long, in a long time, because... <laughs> Because Britney would give you house slippers and a robe, like, quick. <laughs> and that's the shit. That's why I actually love her. Because, like, that, you can tell she doesn't like entertainment, like, show business at all. That bitch, the reason she presented first, and I fucking know this, as, like, a semi-Britney Spears stand, like, that bitch hates show business. So whenever they ask her to present to at, go home. at the horror show, she's the first one to present or the first one, like, to get, <laughs> like... Like, let's get this shit over with. Yeah, like, I'm, look, I got kids, all right? I'm ready to go home. The funniest shit to me was when she won, like, the People's Choice Award. And the bitch, like, she, she, the show, it was in the middle of the show when they announced her category. She got there 10 minutes before they presented her with the award and left, like, five after it was over. Like, (laughs) no time. Look, I have no time, all right? Beyonce is out here Skyping in performances. I'm going to Skype in. You know, the presentation. Because wasn't she supposed to be at the VMAs or was that just all rumor? I think that was a rumor. When they said, they was like, oh, she's coming for Kanye West. I said, oh, then she's not coming then. Because <laughs> she's not just going to come for no Kanye West. She's going to be like, you know, that's nice. And she wasn't going to come. She wasn't, I mean, she doesn't have anything new out. And she wasn't going to come because they just like, nominated her home movie that's what the vma like people think that if they they still think that if they nominate beyonce for shit that she's gonna show up and they really need to know better by now listen she threw that 7-eleven video together you really think she was gonna come out there and be like hey you know i put hard work and effort into this no she gonna be like look i gave y'all that video y'all decide to nominate it y'all do what y'all gonna do with that all right i'm going to sleep she made that shit on Flippagram, and they just happened to be like, "This is, you know, Beyonce. This is great," right. and nominated it. And then you she know. was like, "Bitch, I'm not coming. I'm still not coming to this shit. I have a child and a husband. It's Hello. like, fuck y'all on the show." And um, can I just talk about? I don't know their names, but the black girl in Fifth Harmony. Let's Normandy. talk about. 
The one with everybody kept saying was Jennifer Hudson. She was everybody but who she really is. She was Jennifer Hudson. She was Brandy. She was Fantasia. I'm just like, she looks a mess. Listen, young girls, they be everywhere, and I still to this day can never tell you like who they are. If it wasn't for you saying the black girl and I thought about it, I was like, oh, the Jennifer Hudson one. I was like, I don't, every time when they come to a war show, they be like, oh, but Fifth Harmony is in. I'd be like, who? I mean, I just really know it's them because it's five girls and they're all different ethnicities, I guess. So, that's the same thing with the five of them standing together. You're like, oh, that's Fifth Harmony. It's like, it's Fifth Harmony, Little Mitch, um, One Direction, and Five Seconds of Summer. They be everywhere. And I just be like, I don't, I never know them when they come. The only thing I know about Fifth Harmony is like that damn worth the song when they remixed um uh, Tanisha from Bad Girls Club with that fucking because <laughs> of y'all. <laughs> and what? then I know Normie's the black one because she's like, well, she's black, so she sticks out. And like she can like sing and dance and the other girls can't. So they play that worth the song every goddamn well. Like it's like every commercial got that song. I'm be so I'd be so annoyed. I uh, because it already sounds like the damn Spongebob and the Do y'all remember the um, Vine that came out a couple weeks ago of when Taylor was like, I don't remember the fuck she was. I don't know if it was her tour or if it was their tour. It looked too big to be their tour, so I'm, I'm going to assume it was hers. Where she was like all out of sync and Normandy was the only one who was like on beat and the rest of the girls were like... You think? You think? <laughs> I bet. Anyway, I just want to know why the fuck was Justin Bieber bawling his fucking eyes out? After Listen, let me tell you. Here's the thing: when he did that little performance and he stopped flying, I said, "Look at this! It's Chris Brown performance at the VMA in 2011 all over again." Right. And then he thought about it. He said, "You know what? I got to get the black audience." So he thought about when Chris Brown performed at the BET Awards at the Michael Jackson tribute. He said, "Let me get y'all a little, you know." Tears, you know, a little um, what what Omarion said. He told Chris Rodney. He said he told him to put teardrops in his eyes. He gave you a little bit of that. <laughs> he gave you a little bit of that, and nobody was here for it. Even nobody sympathized with him. Everybody was just like. But it's Why just, even when Chris Brown did it, it was understandable because after all those years, he was finally doing his Michael Jackson tribute performance because everybody was like, why the fuck didn't he already do one? But Justin Bieber just came on, I guess, because he hadn't performed in years. But it's like, who gives a fuck? He started crying and then he would think that people would be like, oh, no, he's crying. Here come Miley Cyrus. Come take his shot. Hey, Justin, you know, meet me out back, you know. Get up, get all up in my, you know. Right, and then she just moved right along with the show, and like this nigga is still on stage, just bent over, broke down. Somebody gonna help him? I mean, first of all, I wasn't here for it because that song is garbage. Um, one and two, he was out of breath. Like, isn't? Aren't you a dancer? Aren't you in shape? Aren't you a singer? Why are you out? No, he is out here smoking weed and everything else, like all these other things. Right. But I mean, he was like, I was like, shit, you just, you didn't run like a try, you didn't, like, it wasn't, and plus there was a backing track, like you were lip syncing some parts, you shouldn't have been that out of breath at all. I know what, he gave y'all one of those classic old white folks with, white folks do the same whip all the time, <laughs> and they be stiff as hell. 
a mess. And um, what the fuck? I, I literally just thought about it because I honestly forgot about it right after it happened. But that whole Demi Lovato and Iffy performance, I was just like, what is happening? And you couldn't understand a word that Homegirl was rapping. As well, always. You ever? As always. I'm just Biggie like, pop- listen. I told everybody, I said, oh, Iggy done became a full-fledged basketball wife. I'm kind of hip for this. And then here she come at the VMAs, popping up out the grave, like, hey, y'all, did y'all forget about me? And everybody like, yeah, we did. Basically. Um, go back home. <laughs> First of all, Iggy needs to stay home until she decides what, like, I don't know what happened with that nose. I mean, I know what happened. But that face still hasn't set in. The surgery, mm-hmm. is it still looks very fresh to me. Yeah. It's which not working. Probably, which kind of probably hit, him in, hit her in the nose when she had to get a reconstruction done. You know these basketball I, do, I don't know why she just, you know, she she got the little engagement ring. I don't know why she just want to sign up on basketball wise, you know, go ahead and get her look, get, get beat up by Megan. And, you know, so we could all sit there and enjoy it. You know, give us some kind of entertainment because rapping ain't one of them. It's I mean, not- well, it is, but for not the right reason. and how about how we were trolled like shit with the whole Nikki performance and then Taylor pops listen because that was what I was about to get into so I was very like when the show started I was I already knew it was going to be garbage because I had been anticipating the whole whole show was going to be horrible but Nikki had this performance and so it starts and it's colorful and it's looks gorgeous and she looks great and it sounds good and I'm like okay and like you know Trinity Them Girls is a cute song and yes. then she finishes and I'm like that's so good and then The Night Is Still Young which is like my white girl song stars and I was like this is this is good and then out of like my peripheral Satan <laughs> Satan Satan coming through like Dress up as a sequence two pig. Like that's what literally what she looked like rising from the stage is like here comes the devil in all its mayonnaise glory and I'm like what? Like coming through the easy pass lane from hell <laughs> pops out and starts talking about the nice th-. like who asked you? Who even asked you? That you don't know anything about looking young. You look 36, and you're all of 20, whatever the fuck. Shut oh, up. Girl. She be so quick to sue somebody. I'm ready for Lana Del Rey to be like, hey, sis, even when you were suing everybody, uh, meet me in court, because right. that wildest dream, wildest dream, the song, I, you remember Kid Fury said it, and that's what made me buy the song? He was like, oh, wildest dream sounds so much like Lana Del Rey. And I was like, oh, and I got it. And then when the video came out, I was like, this is the Lana Del Rey video. Like, so Lana Del Rey need to see her in court <laughs> and be like, you know, Carmen's a bitch. And see, I was like, I, I'm. it's cool that I'm glad they made up. They resolved their issues. And then it's like when Taylor came out, it's like, okay, that's understandable. But it's still like, bitch, I don't fuck with you. At yeah, all. like at, at all. all. At all. That woman is Satan. I don't trust her. That bitch, like, it's... No. And then even when, and I lived 
when Nikki won her award and she just traips right past all them bitches that were standing right yeah, there. Yeah, and they just all sitting there looking like middle schoolers and like, Taylor sitting there looking like... Looking Right, they were freshmen and she was the senior and they were waiting for the senior to acknowledge their presence and she just kept on walking. And then like the way how like Taylor was like standing over her like just sitting there standing, I was like, can you like give her some room please, Satan? Like give her some room. So, speaking, alright, let's get to Nikki's award because there are several things we have to go over. So one, um, Rebel Wilson This bitch. I can't, I cannot believe her. She's I was just telling Alex before we started the show when we were talking. I was watching the pre-show, and you know she was there. She was out wearing something that stretched, and I was like, you know, Rebel Wilson. Like I forgot you existed, and you're funny and you're likable. Why doesn't she have a TV show? I'm so like, and this bitch got on stage, not 30 minutes later, to present the Queen of Rap with this award. Of rap, right? <laughs> of hip hop, with some fucking fuck the stripper poly shirt on, like girl. She basically she said fuck everything that all you rappers been complaining about, like forever. Like she just stepped all over the Black Lives Matter hashtag, just twerking all over it like it's just cute and funny. Sweet. I really I was hoping she was gonna be like Scarlet takes a tumble and she her, she fell right off that fucking stairs. Can you please get out of my head? I was just about to say I wanted to push that hoe down the fucking stairs. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, sliding past her um, jelly filled ass. So she announces that Nikki won and great, you know, everybody's standing. So she gets up, she accepts the award, she thanks Pastor Lydia, who is like my new babe now. Dying because I'm like, I'm really sitting here thinking, okay, who's she gonna thank? Who's she gonna thank? Who's she gonna thank? That's real, real random. And she says her pastor. I'm like, that is pretty random. Because <laughs> I wouldn't that. Um, and then the iconic, the legendary, right? Absolute ether. Oh, the drag of the century now back to this bitch that had a lot to say about me the other day in the press and that's right call it out for what it is My call it out what's good dun 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 <laughs> like when they did that little um that little edit with the kill bill thing i was like that's great because that is exactly what that was yes and let me just get into molly's face as Nikki was dragging her and she just looking around lost like is this bitch serious is she talking about me yes oh yeah cause they she really tried to sit there act like she paid it but uh uh-uh. no right that bitch was shook she was upset and the look on her face really <laughs> like she looked dumbfounded and she is dumb I really so was very like what were you gonna say I, will, I, I, I wanted them to put the camera on the audience I wanted to see the audience reaction to that. Cause yes. I'm like, everybody was hating her the whole night. So I'm pretty sure they would have loved that moment. But I saw like, cause they had the, um, you know how they do the live stream, the audience cam on MTV.com yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I should have watched it on there. So I, Buzzfeed took like, or some, they had like um, videos of those somewhere. And like everybody's reaction, it was like a range of like shocked or awkward laughing. They were like, is she joking or what's going on? And then some people were just like, yes, read her. 
Like, <laughs> like, like people. First of all, she got an applause break for it. People were like, "Yeah, fuck her up." Like she called her on her shit, which she did need to be addressed. It did. She really did. And then that piss poor excuse about, oh, you know, we all do interviews and we do this and, you know, we get misquoted. Like, yes, that is true because it has happened to Nikki before, but, and it's happened to other celebrities before countless times. But in this instance, <laughs> sweetie, like you said that. And see, that's the thing, right? Because I was watching it today and I was thinking like, she really tried to say that the media like switched up her words, but then she turned around and like kept like doing it. Oh, it was just an award. I persevered. Like, <laughs> so is the media gonna switch this up? Cause you you like you're doing it live on TV. Like we're all watching you do this. Right. right. She's so full of shit. Um, she is very full of shit. Just like half of them fucking white artists out there to be amazed. Oh shit! I just I knew what my I know what my best of the week is gonna be now. <laughs> I told you, I said, I think I know what mine did. Y'all are going to be shocked by this, because quite honestly... Ooh, wait. Should I have, like, th- Whatever, we'll come back to them when we get to it. Um, anyway, so moving on. Speaking of white women who want to be black, uh, Rachel Dolezal's pregnant. What? Man, I saw, I saw the headline, but I didn't read the story to find out more details. But is she pregnant by a nigga? I mean, <laughs> that's my assumption, because her other two kids are black, so... They had to have a black father because she surely is not. Are you sure those her kids? Because I remember when or, they brought them kids to Good Morning America, them kids was looking like Harpo. Who this woman? Or maybe did she adopt them? You know what? That sounds I, very. That and that could be plausible. I could have Googled. I, I should have Googled that. Because now it looks stupid. Whatever. Listen. No, her. She probably not got pregnant to Zane books because she really want to be ethnic. I mean. So bad. <laughs> I really want to know, like, is she gonna, if this, I don't, so say she had on the off chance, because she seems like the kind of white girl, like, fuck skimmers. Um, so is she gonna raise this child if she had, like, if it has a white father, is she gonna raise it as black because she identifies as black, or what is gonna be this situation? That's a good question, like, is that gonna be considered a mixed babe? Like, is it gonna be biracial? I mean, not It's bi- gonna be mixed by default, because she gonna be braiding that damn baby straight ass hair, even if it is white. <laughs> See. Even when I was researching the story, I had to laugh because they had like the pictures of her with the fucking braids. I like I fell out. You look dumb, sweetheart. You are a white woman. Right. Okay? And not saying that white people can't have but you look absolutely ridiculous with this tan that is basically blackface. Like Right. Like you are trying to pass off as a light skinned African American woman. Sweetie, you are a Caucasian. You think you Caucasian? No, bitch, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it, that's the thing. Like, back to Molly, like, those fucking dreads on her head. Oh. They should have. Disgusting. They should have choked she her ass. flipping them and twirling them like it's a 36 inch sewing. No, bitch, you got these nasty fucking yarn. They look stiff as fuck. They look like they have not been washed. Or they properly could like they looked an absolute atrocity, and I don't understand why she was so proud to be swinging them around. Because it where's really looked- Julie? Where's Juliana Rancic when you need her? Right, because I bet she didn't say her 
dreads look like they smell like weed and oils. And no, because I was watching on Fashion Police and the uh, Asian woman was like, Margaret Cho. Her dress, they was like, her dress looked like it smelled like weed and patchouli oil. And then they all looked at Julianne and she just like put the pillow over her face. No, bitch, say, say it now. Say right. it now. Cause... Sidebar, I watched Fashion Police. Why was Nene on Fashion Police? Because Nene always looks like she got dressed in like she like she's there's an earthquake happening or a natural disaster and she has to rush and put something on. Why is she on fashion, please? They said Nene. Um, they said Nene made clothes for the women who carry all the groceries in that one time. I was dying. <laughs> oh my god! Let me tell you about Nene and how I am sick and tired of her and this blur that she be using on her Instagram pictures. Like oh she my! Really be over and doing like she's I guess trying to smooth out her skin. It's she does too much, and I'm like, sweetheart, you don't need all of that. I anyway. Fuck her. Um, back to <laughs> Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal, whatever the hell her name is. I mean, you know, congratulations on your, you know, bundle of joy and your bundle of cankalon. I don't know. Just goodbye. <laughs> Have a nice delivery and safe pregnancy or whatever the fuck. Um, is that it with the, what else? Oh, okay. So, the Love & Hip Hop Atlanta reunion took place. Uh-oh, hey, hey. And see, I haven't actually got to sit down and watch all of the episodes. For one, was it just two parts or is it a three-part? It was two-part. Okay. You know, nobody ain't fight on that, so, you know, Mona didn't have no reason to... And that's what I'm mad about. Nobody fought because it was a couple bitches that deserved some ass-whoopings. Listen, I'm telling you, Erica said the most accurate thing the whole season when Mimi and Jessica were like sitting there talking to and she was like, oh, I forgive you, I forgive you too. Erica said, these people, she's like, these folks so bipolar? I was like, they really are. But <laughs> <laughs> it's true, cause bitch, how y'all be fighting this whole entire motherfucking season, get to the reunion and y'all kiss and makeup and then be on Twitter, just be dragging and throwing shade. Exactly, cause that's what I was telling my friend. Cause he was like, oh, I'm so glad Jocelyn and Jessica made up. I was like, they only made up at that reunion. I was like, they went back to beefing right after that. Right. And like, they, they literally just made up at that moment. And then it was even like, how did they make up? Because two seconds before they made up, like, they were going back and forth. So exactly. that doesn't seem genuine. I did think it was cute. And it so far seems like it may be genuine that Mimi and Jocelyn squashed whatever <laughs> that they had. But we gonna see how long that lasts. I, I don't. I just seen her like do a video for like Hollywood access. I don't know why the hell they would ask her to do a video for them. But they were like, um, something about asking her about the apology that she did to Jocelyn. She was like, I never apologized. I, you know, I, I don't recall apologizing. I was like, here she go. But I recall like on my DVR, so I don't need you. Like first of all. The thing about that whole thing, because there were two moments. There was like the moment where um, they were all sitting down and they had that thing where they, and then that disgusting part where Jocelyn talked about how they all slept together, which I really didn't. Yeah, nobody needed to know that. I didn't want to. I mean, Jocelyn had been trying to like tell everybody that since season one, and but I didn't really need to know that. I mean, that was relevant. But then there was the part after Jocelyn's performance, which Quinn, did you see? No, and... 
I don't know if I want to go see. Like, Jocelyn is my girl, but I just don't know about the music. No, that performance was good. I actually, like, liked the song. I was like... So, I'm just here to say Jocelyn for Super Bowl 2016. Yeah. Because as much as easy as it is for me to make fun of literally everyone on that show, like, that performance... Now, it wasn't like, you know, the on the run tour or whatever. But her and Stevie. Jocelyn give you, Jocelyn give you like the sped up version of like, the like her choreography wise, she give you like the, when you do the dan and 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 that part of Proud Mary, like when she like starts spinning around and then she like start doing a little kick there. That's what Jocelyn give you. It was, and then they did that, what's that song, the Stingy With My Cutie Cat? Like I went off, cause that's actually like low key a bop. So I was really like, you know, this is cute. Like, it's obviously just hood rat trash, but it's cute. Yeah, you know what I would like to see? I would really like to see, maybe not do a song together, but I would like to see Nikki and Jocelyn maybe host a party together. Like, that would just, that would just slay. That would, I know, because Jocelyn, you remember at the BT Awards, Jocelyn was getting her life with everybody who she met. She ran into Rihanna. I was like, Jocelyn been waiting on this moment since season one. Because right. Because... As soon as she came on the scene, everybody like, oh, Rihanna, man. Oh, she was like, Rihanna, brother. So she was like, oh, you know, I'll take that. I'll take that. She ran to Rihanna. I said, oh, Lord, Jocelyn do not know how to act. And sure enough, <laughs> Rihanna was all touching on her, and she was all touching on me. I was like, look at this. Look, what I told you. Of course Jocelyn doesn't know how to act. I mean. <laughs> and that's why I love her, because she is so fucking real. Right. Exactly. This is where she at. But I can see her making it to the White House to meet Obama and Michelle and still to meet Obama and Michelle and I could see her definitely saying so what's y'all sex like like right like they just having a whole did he give you that beefcake every night or did he only give it to you when he shuts out (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that would give me life like seriously alright I'm here well, um, is that the, oh, okay, one more thing. So, the, uh, the cast members of season 83, whatever, I don't know, of Dancing with the Stars were announced. Um, obviously it's just like a myriad of who's to who or who gives a fuck because that's what every season is. But I do think there are some names that stick out. So I'm just gonna Kim Zolciak. <laughs> Don't be tardy for the party. She's t- like she's tardy in life. Did she get some work done? I'm, I, I like is she even gonna be able to dance? Cause this like woman pop out kids like popcorn. I she has like ten kids, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. I'm, she is gonna be she's gonna have a baby on the dance floor. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson said Michael Jackson said blood is on the dance floor it's a baby on the dance floor blocked no um oh my god so many flops I just alright I'm trying to find some alright so some people you've never heard of Alexa Vega from Spy Kids Shaka I, I heard the name when I was reading through the list I heard the name I was like that name looks familiar but I didn't know what she was on that's what it was now I know she um, Shaka Khan, which is funny because I'm just like envisioning Shaka from Got to Be Real. So, 
<laughs> no, I don't have time for that. <laughs> Wait, did you hear Patty LaHouse says she's there's gonna be a, a new guy to be real special? I know, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And then they were like, they were like, who, who do you think should do it? And I was like, Anita Baker, because of that whole Cheryl Lee thing. I was like, <laughs> yes. Um, some more people. Okay, whatever. Tamar is gonna be one. And I don't really have any opinion about Paula Dean. That's what I was getting to. The thing about Tamar, though, is I just seen like this gif like right before you called, and it was this gif of um which one? It's Tawanda, and she was like, "My goal is to be on Dancing with the Stars," <laughs> and then you see like Tamar pull the glitter ball down, and you see like it's Tamar. I was like, she just always do that to them. It's like always. <laughs> she always do that to them. I mean, listen, there are so many, there's like a litter of Braxton sisters, so it's, I mean, only so many can win. Exactly. It's true. Um, and, but Paula Dean, though. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that woman looked like she walked with a cane. I'm not sure how she gonna call herself dancing. But I really cannot picture her just sashaying across this dance floor. I don't let her, um, don't let her little dance and start to be black, because oh. good God. And they probably is going to pair her with somebody that's black just because they're trying to be cute and funny. <laughs> they going to think it's cute and funny until she whispers and hit their hate nigga lover. Did you see the promo? Because they're doing, like, if you watch ABC, they're doing all these little, like, the whipping Nay Nay promos from that fucking song. Yes, I saw Tamar's and uh, Kim's. Um, Paula Deen's. Like, I don't want to think about Paula Dean winning anything because first of all, this bitch got. I'm not even gonna. Yeah, let's because Whippin and Paula Dean already like. Like they did that on purpose. That's why I was like, really. They really did that on purpose. Um. Is there anything else? Anything else interesting? I was gonna say because I saw her. I was watching TMZ live. Don't ask me why I was on the background. And like. <laughs> And <laughs> I was popping. Jesus, I just watched the video and I am done. Like, who whose idea was that? I can't. Listen, Paula Dean, her and Whip don't even go together because she can't even whip up a pot of mashed potatoes without using all the butter in the goddamn Walmart aisle. Like, girl. They really like this. Like, you need to have some sort of talent. Like, you. Paula Dean doesn't have any talent. Her appeal right. was based on like cooking up these fabbing ass dishes that were obviously all, you know, more calories in each meal than you need in a week. And it was ridiculous. And then the thing is, when she got diabetes, she kept it a secret, waited until she could get a sponsor for some diabetic medication or whatever the fuck. And then it came forth and was like, oh, you know, I have diabetes and I and all this motherfucking <laughs> shit. Like, sweetheart. <laughs> You are think, like, I'm not surprised. Like, girl, look what you be cooking. Like, even no, though, but the fact that you want to keep it a secret, though, no, don't keep it no secret. And you got these fucking people out there who watch the cooking channel 24-7 trying to cook. Every meal that they see somebody on the cooking channel made, they don't went to Walmart and then got two gallons of um, butter and used one and a half gallon. 
like you got these people out here about to kill themselves trying to copy what you're doing. You need to tell somebody, all right? Like you were an absolute farce even before we knew that you were calling. You know, you were dressing up or wanted to have slave theme parties and were calling like bank robbers, niggers, or whatever. Like we we saw right through you, so we still see right through you. And the thing I was gonna say about TMZ Live was like some one of the TMZ guys caught up with her in New York and you know was like hey Paula congratulations blah 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 you know so are you doing this for fun or is this to rebuild your image and like her handlers swoop that ass right on into the limo so fast I don't even like so obviously this is a ploy to get back on I mean when pigs can fly <laughs> that's honestly what it looked like when I seen that it looked like when pigs can fly how fast she moved um, like, fuck her. Anyway, um, <laughs> we have like twenty minutes left, so let's see. Should we just go to best and worst of the week? Cause yeah, yeah, go ahead. This might take some time. So, um, this is a segment where you know, like I said, this is really about like the balance between positive and negative. So I didn't want to just do worst of the week because that's you know. There's been a lot of negativity so far that we talked about this episode anyway. So I wanted to balance it out. So we're gonna go around and do our um, our best of the week, the three of us, and then we're gonna wrap back around to the person who started and we're gonna do our worst. And this is basically, it can be like something that happened in your life during the week, something, a celebrity, which I'm sure most of these are, cause God damn it, they're awful. Um, you know, music, TV show, movie, whatever the hell you feel compelled to talk about, whether it made you feel good or whether it really made you want to just like jump out of a window. So, I still don't even know what my best of the week is, so one of y'all should start. I'll go ahead and start. My best of the week is Nicki Minaj takes over Dubai with her bae, Nick Mill. I just think it is so great that for once, she gets to actually go and just chill while her man does all the work and makes the money. Cause I'm pretty sure that's new for her at this point. Shay, oh, that hit me. But she just really looks like she's having an absolutely amazing time. She looks fucking fabulous as usual, of course. But it's just great. It's a really good feeling to see because she works so, so hard. So just to see her genuinely enjoying herself because she travels a lot, of course, but most of the times it's for work. But now she's actually pretty much on vacation and she deserves it. Uh, right. I agree because, you know, she does work hard. I mean, shit. And a lot of you, listen, I don't even want to... Yeah, she works hard. Nikki just got off tour. She, she just, she need rest and she need a vacation and she need to just like kick her feet up and somebody like feed her grapes and like massage her toes and call her queen all day. Thanks. So the fact that, you know. All right. Alex, you want to go? My best of the week, which I told you, I told you, um, Q, I said, watch me and Quinn have the same best of the week for different reasons. My best of the week goes to Nicki Minaj again. For, of course, getting Miley Cyrus the fuck up out of here. Like, why not? <laughs> like, why not? Like, that iconic Miley Westgood is it's just... It's going to be, like, the same kind of 
iconic status as the Anaconda video because everybody just love it. Yeah. So Molly, so the thing about it is, everybody always can get Nikki confused as like this real life itty bitty Barbie, and sometimes like she said, she gotta let you guys know like, look, don't play with me, bitch. Exactly. And why not be on Molly Cyrus? You know Molly Cyrus swear her name is Malisha, and she is this bitch out of Bompton, and you know she fuck YG, so <laughs> you know she feel like she got some kind of street credit to her name. So she like had to let her know, hey, I will turn your ass back into Hannah Montana real quick. Okay. All right, okay. Forget this. So this channel, hoe. All right, and by Molly Savage just sitting there looking so scared and twirling her goddamn nasty ass dress around with nothing to say and nothing to do. Nikki of course gave best of the week for me, and also Big Sean for winning, you know, his first yes. ever VMA for um, you know, a song that he dedicated to his grandmother. Shout out to him. That was a really sweet moment with him. That was really, like, that was that was cute. Um, all right, so I think I have my best of the week. My best of the week goes to The Carmichael Show, which is a sitcom on NBC. It's a new show. Um, the reason it is getting my best of the week is because I've watched the previous episodes, not when they actually aired, but I caught up. Um, I watched it like for the first time live while it was airing this week and it is a show that was uh, co-created by Gerard I hope I'm saying that right um, Carmichael who is a stand-up comedian and writer um, and you know it's basically like a, a really black ass show on network television um, which is great with like the resurgence of you know with like blackish and Empire um, mm-hmm. It's three shows, and I just had a resurgence. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, but you know, it is great. It it's a really funny show, and like me being a TV nerd, anyway, I think that it's a multi-camera sitcom with like an audience. And those typically do not get a good rep from like TV critics and people because they're you know cheesy or whatever. This is a really good show. It's well written. It's really like relatable, especially if you're black. And so, you know, and it's funny as hell. Like, I really laughed out loud watching it. So I think that is my best of the week. Um, And, you know, it comes on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock, I believe. And so, you know, I am with NBC, you know, they cancel everything. So I'm just saying also, um, you know. Keep them in your prayers. Yes, because also there's another show that comes on Wednesdays at 9 o'clock that will be coming back in a few weeks. So, um, the Empire is really about to have them dead on arrival, but, you know, oh, yes. but, you know, the Carmichael show, I, it's a really good show. I recommend it. Um, so yes, that is my best of the week. And so now it is with <sighs> worst of the week. that we go, Quinn, what is your worst of the week? Huh, my worst of the week. Now back to this bitch that was talking shit in the press. Wendy motherfucking Williams. Oh. Me too, Because she gets the week for this, though she has the worst read. That bitch really tried to come from Nikki talking about she's twice Miley's age. Bitch, first of all, at most, at the very most, Nikki is 10 years older than her. So don't fucking do it. Bitch, second of all, 
Nikki had every fucking right to defend herself because that bitch was talking out the side of her mouth in the motherfucking press. So, of course, a bitch come at me sideways, I'm gonna check the bitch right as soon as the shit happened. So Nikki was in every right to do what she had to do. Meanwhile, Wendy Williams is every bit of two to three times Ariana Grande's age. And she couldn't wait to say some shit about Ariana Grande. But all of a sudden, anytime Nikki says something to defend her own self, she's in the wrong. And exactly. And the fact that she talk about age, but the reason why she went at Ariana Grande because she said how childish she is. Like, she really dragged that girl for saying how she felt like she's childish. I was like, okay. Like, that's like that's even her fault. Like, she just has a naturally young look to her. Is that Some people are like that. That's not her fault. And let's also say that Miley Cyrus is not a child. She is a grown-ass woman. Hello. And so it really does not matter like she was, Nikki was entitled to respond. Like Miley Cyrus is not seventeen years old. This not issue. Like she wants to be so fucking grown anyway. Like okay, well come on then. Like did the bitch say anything about Miley just sitting around and them other little skits that she was doing with all the niggas and they in this bedroom smoking this weed? They didn't say shit about that. Listen, me start. I said the same thing. We said the same thing about Kylie. We'll say the same thing about Molly grown that. If you can take some grown dick and talk some grown shit, Hello. You can take this grown drag, all right? Catch it. Exactly. My words to the week, I was like debating, but since I already used one VMA moment, I'm going to take this other moment and use it on somebody who really need it. Neo, fuck you, all right? because he pulled some shit which I have no respect for he got he knocked up this other woman after he just had the woman that he was in a relationship with burn her tubes if you know you're gonna you know move on to another relationship and then like the baby the new baby mama was like oh well if you watch the show you will see that she got her tubes tied and it's, and it's reversible and you know she something she didn't go through with it or some shit like that but Monietta is on Instagram like oh I'm classy but I'm hurt so either way it kind of shows that you know in the end she did do something that she didn't want to do because Neo told her to do it and you want to go and knock up somebody else so Neo syndrome that, yeah, he's very fun nigga, and that's what I was just gonna say. He always be so quick to jump up and, you know, I'm not gay, I'm not gay. Look, I don't know if he is gay or whether he's not gay. I don't care if he is gay or if he's not gay, but I can tell you what he is. He's a fuck boy for sure. So, Neo, fuck you, and Mayetta, keep your head up, girl. And Neo, keep your head covered, girl, because nobody wants to keep those hats on. <laughs> nobody wants to see that hat. Listen. Anyway, let me not even because the f- fuck him. <laughs> really, my th- like my theme for this show is fuck everybody because all of y'all are more like what are you doing? Stop, please. Seriously, this, this leads me to my worst of the week, which I know we sp- spent a great deal of this show talking about the MTV Video Music Awards, but I just have to say my yeah. worst of the week goes to. 
so-called music television, which puts on two award shows a year, the VMAs and the, the other one with the movies, whatever. <laughs> really. The irrelevant one. Right. Two award shows, one of them is music related, on music television. So you mean to tell me that you had all year to get ready for this show, get every, like, really, like, study the music videos, go through, like, nominate people based on impact and, and quality. Yeah. And not just, you know, oh, give Taylor Swift this because the bitch sold a million albums and, you know, she'll sue us if she doesn't get, you know, win. Like, you had a whole entire year to plan this show accordingly so that the ratings would not decrease as they have been doing for the last five or however many years. Right. And you <laughs> decided that it would be a great idea to get Miley Cyrus to host because the bitch did a performance that got a lot of press two years ago. When Miley Cyrus put out an album two years ago. We haven't heard from her since. It was like Miley Cyrus after Bangers came out, and then you haven't heard from her until last Sunday. Right. Like, like how does that work? It 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 blows my mind that MTV music television, which already does not have program programming that is based in music. Which that's what I was just gonna say. I was like, you have to go to like MTV Two and all that other stuff to even watch like music videos. MTV will show music videos at three a.m. I know because sometimes yeah. I will fall asleep. Three o'clock. Right. I will fall. And then they be them damn demonic ass video <laughs> where you wake up and you be like, let me turn. Right. Like you be sleeping good and that screaming be waking you the fuck up. Like I will fall asleep during Catfish, which you know, or whatever. And turn, wake up, and this shit is Selena Gomez at three in the morning. Like, if you had a show music video, show them. Like, have a video countdown show, bring back MTV news, like, be MTV. <laughs> and if you cannot do that, then at least make the one music related show you put on once a year watchable. Because and that's, that's the thing, like, the promo, the promo leading up to the VMAs was, like, awful. Because it everybody was wild. so sick of Miley Cyrus, they she just like came up on everybody's screen and this little green screen, like one one of them she was just like sticking her tongue out and it was like okay, well we know the the stick your tongue out and then nothing she was just like cussing, but they like bleeped it all out. I was like, what's the point of even showing this? And then people were like, oh I'm so sick of it. I don't even want to watch because I'm just sick of Miley Cyrus. I'm like you, you put somebody up there who everybody is sick of, like right and. I'm, I will say, because we haven't even discussed Kanye, <laughs> but I will say Kanye made a point about award shows. Now, I agreed with it for a completely different reason than he meant, but <laughs> still, he said it, so whatever. He said that he does not get award shows. I don't get them either, because y'all have so much time to plan this shit out and do it well, and you don't. Every year, the MTVs, the, the VMAs don't get it right. Sometimes the BET Awards don't get it right. God the Grammys can never get it right. <laughs> the Grammys can never get it right. Ever. Ever. Another, another topic for another day, because we child. Exactly. Listen, I'm still... They gave Beyonce's award to Beck, but I'm still... It's fine. 
the point is, they gave Kendrick Lamar's Grammy to Macklemore. And then they gave Nikki Grammy to Kendrick. I was like, y'all are so ass backwards over here. All right. They like, gave Nikki's Grammy to... Oh, what, who was the other one who we haven't heard from? What is his name? Um, um, Bon, um, bon Iver. Bon Iver. Bon Iver. Who, who is that? And what has he done since then? Exactly. And that's the thing about it. Like, these artists, they get these Grammys. They they take, like, grants from people who, like, been grinding for the longest. And then they give them to, like, these other artists. And then the artists just take their Grammy and be like, well, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. <laughs> Adele. Um, Frank Ocean. Lord. Don't do Lord. Say it I'm not going to do Adele and Lord because I actually, they deserve those Grammys. I, I, listen, I like Adele and Lord, but at the but, same time, they did take their Grammys and was and like, ran. I'll catch y'all when. Like, when fabulous, honey. <laughs> Frank Ocean out here lying about dates and stuff like that. Like absolutely lying. Um, back to the VMAs or MTV in general. Listen, y'all have to do better. You just have to do better because if you're not going to do music centric or you know music centric programming, make the one music related thing you do once a year. Do, do it well, please. Just do that, okay? Because it's <laughs> telling. Like Alex and I were talking about before we started the show, and Quinn got here. We were talking about how they showed the M- the VMAs on every Viacom-owned channel, and the ratings still went down. What is that telling you about how people feel about the VMAs and how people feel about MTV? I could have watched Basketball Wives. I could have been I asleep. Told, I told you they put that damn they put that award show on BET, and them I said black folks don't even really like MTV like that. I say they seen that shit on BT and they're like, okay, well, the Medea family reunion is not coming on? <laughs> okay, well, then I just find something to do then. <laughs> like, well, I was just turn off the TV and go. Were, niggas were mad when Carmen didn't come on. Like, there wasn't, like, a big... Love and hit, love and basketball. Like, they were Maybe. up in arms. And so, I just... MTV do better, please. Just you just gonna force everybody to look at Barley Cyrus in this goddamn train wreck of a mess. Speaking of, just to tag on, Fashion Police is has to be canceled. It has to be. There are yes. no if, ends, or buts. I thought it was going to be canceled after what you call it died. Like, exactly. The show was, like, everybody else's career. Like, when Joan Rivers died, your career's died. It's over. Juliana rain check or ranch dressing or whatever the fuck. I don't want to hear from you. I don't know why Kelly Osbourne, she's not on the show, but she was damn sure on the red carpet on the pre-show. Like, right. why are you there? I don't know who that gay white man is. I don't care because he's, I don't even know who the fuck that is. Why is Needy there flashing her horse teeth built like, <laughs> like. Needy is just big, like she is gargantuan. Like, she's like all she has a big hand, she has a big mouth, just long legs. I feel like if that was like a whole body. I feel she like if that like was a whole body to like Arm and Hammer, I feel like that would be Nini. <laughs> Nini would be like the whole body to Arm and Hammer. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, we're almost Bye. out of time, so I just fuck MTV. Anyway, thank you all for listening and Yes. Thank you two for being here and doing this with me. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on, Instagram. 
Um, thank you all so much for listening. It's great. Um, like I said, iTunes and Bandcamp and all that other bullshit I'll have to take care of. And um, we yeah. will be back next week for some more shit because I guarantee you somebody else is going to fuck up and we're going to be here to tell them. Hey, fuck you. Down. Right? All right. So thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>